Hey, this is Xane Anderson. Welcome to the Principal Podcast. So glad to have you here today where we examine principles that govern the consequences to our choices. Today, we're gonna, we have a, a guest with us today. It's Eric Aroka. He's the president of the Aroka Group and he works with organizations that wanna build or improve organizational culture. Um, he's an author, a keynote speaker, a corporate trainer. We're pleased to have him here today. So Eric, welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me. This is awesome. I love being here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we go forward. I know I gave you an intro, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I have, uh, my professional career really just started off in sales. So I've sold just about everything under the sun. I was even a drug dealer for about six and a half years. Oh. Pharmaceutical drugs. Okay. Pharmaceutical. Uh, yeah. Make a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> just, a little, just a little running joke with my family. And, uh, and then about 10 years ago, I walked away from sales just completely. At least I thought I had. And I started a professional speaking business. And it's kind of morphed to what it is today from where I started. And, uh, and so now I'm really just working with organizations that want to build winning cultures and really awesome. want to improve um, their cultures. They want to have employees who are engaged and employees who just love working wherever it is that they work. And so I, I work with leadership teams, uh, middle management, or just all the employees of the company, depending on the you know size of the company, and and we work together to help them improve or to build a great culture that everybody loves to be a part of. Awesome, thanks, Eric. Yeah. So I was actually at a meeting with you recently, and I one of the reasons I asked you to come on is you you were talking about this uh, this dream more, learn more, do more, come more. Yeah. Kind of thing. I wondered if you could elaborate on that message. Yeah, I'd love to. Those are, those have become the four core values of, in my life that have helped me to achieve and to live the life I've always wanted to live. So I want you to think about where are you in your life right now? Are you totally happy with it? Probably not. There's probably aspects of your life that you'd love to improve. There are dreams that you're trying to achieve, those type of things, right? And I think when we ask most people, hey, are you living the life you've always dreamed of? I think the answer more times than not is, no, I'm not. And it could be for a plethora of excuses. Notice how I didn't say reasons, <laughs> excuses. I'm too old, I don't have enough money, and you just fill in the blank with whatever those excuses are, right? But I've learned over my years that when I've been successful, when I've been able to achieve goals or dreams, it's because I followed these four principles of dreaming more, learning more, doing more, and becoming more. And when I do that consistently, I am really have been able to achieve anything I've set my mind to. So, so how does that look for you? I mean, what? So it really just starts off with that first principle of dreaming more. It's really the it's really the quintessential principle in the in the four steps. You have to dream big. You've got to be willing to. Dream big, like if your dreams, you know, the old adage says that if your dreams aren't scaring you, you're not dreaming big enough, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. Dream big. Think about it. Think about it in your career. Dream big in your career. What is it that you want to achieve in your career? If you want to look at it in a personal level, um, do you want to be the best dad in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know who's going to determine that you're the best dad in the world or not, but probably your kids will be a good indicator, right? Your family. Mm -hmm. So whatever your goals are, they have to be big. So let me ask you a question. So I heard it said somewhere that we, we overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what we dream for, yeah. big long range goals. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would, I would completely agree with that. I think we're all guilty of that at some point in our life. 
Awesome. And so I just want to flip the switch to say, hey, just dream as big as you can. Um, you know, one of my dreams that I've had probably the last 10 years was to move to Texas. That's a big goal. That's a big dream. I wanted to live in Texas. There's a number of reasons why I love Texas. Nothing wrong with Utah, except for the winters. Other than that, it's a perfectly great place to live, but I do not, I cannot handle the cold anymore because of arthritis. So I want to go to warmer weather and Texas was the, the place that we wanted to go. So that's a dream I've had for 10 years. Mm -hmm. well, that, that either stays a dream or you work towards making that a reality. Well, the reality is here. I'm moving, as you know, I'm moving to Texas in less, less than two weeks. Congratulations on getting that dream. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it could take a while, but it's all about making it happen. So for our, for our viewers here, if there was one thing or two things, maybe three things, just a few key points that would help them attack this, like dream more, do more, become more, learn more. The, the, and I probably said it out of order there, but what tips or, or things would you tell them to help them? Beyond tips, because I think you can get tips on the internet. You can just Google tips and you'll get tons of tips. I think it's really about principles. It's living the principle of life. Which you, we love to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank I, you. Well, glad you, know, you said that. Exactly. <laughs> How many times have I heard that from you? Right. And I think it's a great thing. It's really about a principled life. Are you living consistently? Like you can have any dreams you want, but if, but if your life is not in, in line with what you're dreaming, then you're never going to attain that. I'll give you an example. Um, I used to love to hike when I was younger. I loved hiking. And, and for many years I thought, oh, I want to be, I want to climb like the 14 footers in the United States, like all the 14,000 foot peaks, right? That would be great, right? Sure. Well, I, yeah, it was just that. It was just a thought. It was just, oh, that would be awesome. Because I wasn't living my life in accordance to achieving those dreams. I wasn't going out and training. I wasn't, I wasn't climbing 10,000 foot peaks. I wasn't climbing 12,000 foot peaks. So I was right. never going to reach the goal of climbing 14,000 foot peaks because my life wasn't in accordance to that. So you got to live in accordance to your dreams. But then I think it's just consistency. It's just being consistent and persistent to achieving your goals. So it doesn't have to happen all at once. It's just daily little things. It's everyday which, living. Which we in the past, we've talked about on the principal podcast is kind of like the law of the harvest where yeah. you, if you do the little things each day and the long, the big things take care of themselves if you right. do the little things. And sometimes I think I like this because I think a lot of people get hung up with, I want to achieve this huge, huge dream. But in reality, to get there, little tiny daily decisions yeah. each day help us get there rather than saying, hey, I'm frustrated because I can't get all the way to the top of the peak. Maybe I start with the 10,000 foot peak. Exactly. Before I do the 14,000. Maybe, maybe right? you start with a big hill. <laughs> start, yeah, yeah. Wherever you're at, right? Maybe we start with a big hill. If you're in Texas, just start with a hill. That's all you need to know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, and then just, just living consistently and being persistent in the pursuit of those dreams. Because so many times we, we may have a great dream and it's worthy of our attention and we want to be, we want to do all those things that are required to achieving that dream, but we're not willing to sacrifice. We're just not willing to do the things that are going to take us to that dream. And, or, or we just give up way too easy, right? We, or too soon. Mm -hmm. We may think, well, I don't have the, the money for that. I don't have the finances or I'm getting too old or whatever the reason is, we just give up and we say, well, it just wasn't meant to be. No, the thing is, is you quit. You quit before you saw the fruit of your labors. Mm -hmm. So if you quit, you quit. So if you've got a dream, don't listen to the reasons to say you can't have it. 
Right. Just do the little things each day. Do the little things that are going to help you to achieve that dream. It could take 10 years. It could take a year, right? You have short-term, you have your long-term goals. What are you doing today to help you accomplish your short-term goals and your long-term goals? Love that. Quitting is not an option, in my opinion. Love that. And that served you, it sounds like, in your life. Man, it's it's been awesome. It's been awesome in my professional life, and it's been awesome in my personal life. So the principle I've heard is consistency over time yeah. will help that principle of being consistent over time yep. and being willing to dream big. Yeah. And, Put it out you there. Hear, and you hear the reasons that says, well, I'm not good enough, or maybe it's not, it, I can't make it work. Don't listen to them. Right. Keep the dream. Yeah. I, it's really interesting when I talk with, when I speak with people that are older than us, their excuse is always, well, I'm too old. There's no point in dreaming because I'm too old. My life is, I've lived my life. I'm just kind of, you know, hanging out until the end of my life. What a waste of life. What a waste of time with whatever time you have left. When I speak to younger people, they say, well, older people are telling me that my dream isn't worthy of my pursuit. I'll give you an example. I was talking to a young man and, he, and I asked him, what do you dream? What are you dreaming of? What do you want to be when you grow up? And he says, I want to be a professional, uh, well, not a professional, but I want to be a performer. He wanted to have a band, right? A musician. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, well, what are you doing? What are you doing that's going to help you to achieve that dream? Well, I'm taking guitar lessons. I play the guitar all the time. I'm working on my vocals. I'm constantly writing music. You see what I mean? He is doing the little things that it, that it takes for him to someday become uh, a paid musician, right? right? Right. He is doing those things. So I asked him, what's the last time you got paid to sing or to perform in, in public? And he said, hey, I went to a festival last year in, in my local town. Um, they do the little celebration every year, you know, or whatever for their little city. And, and he said, that was my last gig. I, somebody, the city paid me $300 to come with my group and perform. Mm. And I was like, outstanding. Exactly. You are living the dream. You are making it happen day by day. No excuses. Right? I love that. We, we don't get to say, well, that's not a real dream. You know, that's kind of a waste of time. Hey, you know, there's only X amount of people who actually make it to be a musician or become a pro, a pro athlete or become a doctor or whatever. You fill in the blank. Right. Well, who are we to say to someone else, you can't attain that dream? And I love, I love that. So dream big. I was going to say, one of the things you reminded me of, and I'll just touch on it brief, briefly here is, you know, I talked to a group of farmers once and farmers, as you know, they plant crops and they plant them in the spring and they have to weed them and take care mm -hmm. of it. And by the time they get to the fall, if they've done all these things like weeding and take care of it, then they have a crop. But I asked them once, I said, can you cheat the law of the harvest? And they laughed at me because they knew you can't, <laughs> you, can you imagine a farmer saying, well, I want to have crops like all the other farmers do, but I forgot to plant and I didn't do anything. And now it's a week before the harvest yeah. and I'm going to cram. Can you cram for the harvest? No. Can't do it. You've no. got to take the slow boat, right? <laughs> you got so, to take the slow boat. So it, it may be one of the keys to dreaming to say, I'm going to dream big, but I'm going to do the little things each yeah. day. And then you're aligning with that principle yeah. of the law of the harvest. Is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly it. That's perfectly said. Perfectly said. Love it. Yeah. What would you say about learning more? Oh, man, I think that I think learning more is so critical because I think in our life, we should be involved in the pursuit of learning more. Right. And I, 
of, of that same that same kid as an example i asked him well what else do you need to learn about becoming a musician do you know everything that there is to know about becoming a no he doesn't know everything that there is to know about becoming a musician so i said so you should go on social media and you should be friend and you should follow people who are doing what you want to do mm. who have already made it not who are in the pursuit of making it who have already made it they're already famous or they're already selling records they're they're booked every year because they're going on tour and right? then learn from that and learn from them what are they doing that you should start doing or that you should plan on doing so really learning more it should be about learning about everything that you need to learn about in order for you to achieve that dream that's going to help you to achieve that dream in the end awesome and if you think about that if you break it down man there's a lot of learning that we can all do whether that's going to school reading a book uh watching a youtube video whatever it is it's about learning more and filling your free time with learning more that's awesome i love that and it sounds like one of the things you're saying too is like learn from people who are already where yeah. you want to go so you're not going to learn They've from people it. who doesn't know like you wouldn't go right to, to learn about uh trying to think of a good example here you don't you, go would, you wouldn't ask for financial help from a poor man that's right so you, why would you get financial advice from somebody who's never been financially secure right so so learn from the people who you in the direction that you want to go exactly and get as many of those people surrounding yeah. you as you can is that what yeah. you're you'll find you'll as you do that as you surround yourself with those people you'll see that there there will be people along the way who will just champion you. There's nothing in it for them. They're not asking you to pay them. They're not asking you for to do anything. They just want you to also be successful in that endeavor, right? right? Man, yeah. and then the learning really takes on because there's nothing in it for them. They just want you to be successful. So they're going to share um, their downfalls. They're gonna share their successes with you so that you can learn along the way. Right. That's, that's a beautiful thing, I think. Awesome. One last question. You know, some people might feel discouraged and say, man, I'm already doing so much. How can you want me to do more? What would you tell people like that? What would you tell somebody who says, I don't know if I can do more, or I don't know, I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm already doing so much. Yeah, I would what probably would, what would you give your advice to them. I think I would probably look at them and say, you're right, you can't do more. So when I say do more, what are we asking people to do? We, you know, in the, in this century, we live incredible lives if you think about the technology if you think about everything that we have at our fingertips it's amazing right things that, that have never been around in the history of mankind so when i say do more i'm not talking about filling your plate on to your already overflowing plate we have too many things going on right so i'm saying do more of the things that make you successful Right. So less of the, the less, less stuff, less of direction you want to go. Is that what you're saying? Focus in on where you want to go. Where is that dream? Are you learning? And then do more of the things that are going to help you be successful to achieving that goal or achieving that dream. Awesome. That's what you need to be focused on. That's what I mean by doing more. Do I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it. Do more of the things that make you successful. For example. One of the things that makes me successful as a human being is speaking, whether I'm doing it on a podcast, on stage, in a training room, wherever it is, you fired up. if I'm speaking more, the more I speak, the more successful I become. Right. And I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about monetary gain, although that's very nice also. 
-hmm. right? I'm talking about the things that make you successful as a person, the things that make you successful so that you can achieve your dreams, you can attain and live the life you've always imagined yourself living. Right. That's really what it's about. So do more of those things. So do less of the things that are unimportant, things that are on the direction you want to go. Yeah. But you, you made one comment earlier that I wanted to circle back to. And it was, you said a lot of times people are afraid to do stuff because they are afraid. I can't remember how you phrase uh -huh. it, but it scares them. How do you overcome fear like that? I mean, what, what do you do for people to say, well, I kind of want to pursue this dream, but inside they're just feeling a little angst or anxiety. Yeah. I, I liken it to my swimming lesson. I remember telling my dad, dad, I want to learn how to swim. He said, fantastic. I can help you with that. And I thought, this is awesome. My dad, my hero, my, to this day, I have one hero and it's my dad. No one else fits the hero category for me. So I'm a little kid, right? And my hero is going to teach me how to swim. So he took me to the public pool. We were living in South America at the time. We stood next to the pool. We both have our swim trunks on. And I'm thinking, I don't know what this looks like, but I've kind of seen other people take swimming lessons. So it's probably going to look something like that, right? It didn't look anything like that. You want to know what my swimming lesson was? My dad threw me into the water and he said, swim. Mm. Guess what I did? I swam. I didn't, I didn't go to the bottom of the pool. I swam. And then when I got control, of myself in the water, then I listen to the instructions. Mm. Kick your feet, move your arms like this. So it sounds like to me what you're saying is this, whatever you're afraid of, jump in. Instead of thinking about it and analyzing, jump in, jump in, jump in. And there's not the only way out is through. It's not we're not going to sit there and analyze it and think and come up with the plan. A lot of times, sometimes, I mean, it does help to analyze and come up with the plan. Sure, but but uh, but you can overanalyze. And you can overthink stuff, and then you and then you never move forward because you're too busy analyzing. So I I agree with you. There is a place for that, but I think that if you have that fear, fear, what is fear? False evidence appearing real. Was I going to drown? Was my dad going to let me drown? No. The answer is no. My hero was not going to let me drown. So if fear is false evidence appearing real. Jump in with both feet. Jump into the deep end of the pool and go for it. Are you going to fail? Are you going to fall on your face? Absolutely. But you will learn from those experiences. You will learn from that and you will continue to progress and learn. Love that. It's an, it's an awesome thing. So grateful for that. So let me ask you one more question. As far as marriages and families, this whole principle of dream more, learn more, do more, become more. Yeah. Can you just speak to what you would give advice to people who are um, have families, parents, how you might apply this principle. This is, this is how I applied it. I got married at 21 years old. We're very, very young. And my wife and I had a conversation. We dated in high school and we had this conversation. What are our dreams? We were already talking about getting married when we were a senior in high school. So we had this conversation that went like this. Um, what are our dreams when we get married? What type of parents do we want to be? Do you want to be like your parents? I asked her. And she said, well, in some ways I want to be like my parents, but in other ways I want nothing to, be, to do anything like my parents. And I gave the exact same answer, right? Mm -hmm. So 
we were able to figure out from those answers, okay, this is our dream. These are the type of parents we want to be, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that was our dream. So when we started having kids, well, guess what? Now we had to learn how to become that parent. And we actually learned how to become that parent before we had kids. Because mm. we were talking about it all the time. We were saying all the time, when my kid ever does this, this is how we're going to handle it. Now, have we done that perfectly? Haven't, <laughs> no, okay? But we've been consistent over the years with our kids, with our five kids, so that we could achieve the dream of this is the parent or the type of parent we want to be. So we learned, we dreamed, we learned more, and then we had to do more. So we had to do those things that were going to help us to be successful as parents. Like and if anybody knows anything about parenting, you know there's no manual. You know that it's the hardest thing you'll ever do. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's, it's not easier than climbing Everest right? Like it's harder than climbing Everest. It's harder than skydiving. It's harder than anything else that you will ever experience or do in your entire life right. by tenfold or a hundredfold. But if you're consistent in living those four principles, then you will become the parents that you dreamt of when you were 21 or when you were 50 or whatever. Oh, it's God. never too early, too late to start. You just have to start. So, so be, be, be brave enough to dream and then be brave enough to learn how to be a good parent, learn the principles, be brave enough to do so you can become that parent. So you can become that right. parent. Because if awesome. you don't do those things, then you never do the actual fourth step. You never become. Awesome. You can't skip any of those. If you skip dreaming or if you skip learning or if you skip doing, guess what? The end result is you never become. So you've got to follow the steps so that you can become whatever it is you it is you want to become awesome. more of. Eric Aroka, so grateful that you came on the show today. Thanks Mr. for Eric Aroka, he's the president of the Aroka Group, uh, speaks nationally. So grateful that you came. Thank you for having me, it was, it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. This is Xane Anderson. Thank you for joining me on the Principal Podcast today. You know, I wrote a book called What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die that has a lot of my thinking and thoughts about the best principles. For those of you going through painful times right now, remember with Christ, our greatest pain can become our greatest strength. In fact, our pain, I believe, is just our superpower and embryo. And remember, no matter the question, love is the answer. I love you as much as I can for not having met you in person. Thanks for joining me.